0: Hi, this is Steve Nerlick from Cheap Astronomy <laughs> And this is The Carnival of Space Number 215 The Carnival of Space is a weekly collation of web-based content on astronomy, space exploration and science in general created in 2007 by Henry Kate, who then gave it to Fraser Kane, and it is now continued by Brian Wang. If you'd like to be a future host for the Carnival, or contribute to it, why not send Brian an email at b.l.wang@gmail.com? at gmail.com. And now for this week's Carnival of Space, Mars Rover Tribute to the 9-11 Victims. Vintage Space reports how the rock abrasion tools on both Spirit and Opportunity, launched in 2003, both had aluminium, sorry, aluminium, casings built from recovered wreckage of the World Trade Center Twin Towers collapse in 2001. Opportunity, which is still going strong, published a self-portrait of its own rock abrasion tool on September 11, 2011, at Astra, all 50 of them. Harping on about exoplanets, next big future reviews the recent finding of HARPS, the high-accuracy radial-velocity planet searcher, which incorporates analyses of over 376 Sun-like stars, finding that around 40% of these stars. Have at least one planet that is smaller than Saturn, and any of these stars with a planet smaller than Neptune always seems to be a multi planet system. At least this is what we find from the data so far. Exo hurricane. Weird Warp reports how scientists have deduced that a distant brown dwarf, actually JMASS J2139, must be experiencing extreme weather conditions. Fluctuations in its light output are assumed to be the result of the surface being obscured by clouds. Also a Pink Floyd album. Now deducing a brown stellar hurricane from this scant data might seem a bit of a stretch, but heck, who's going to prove you wrong? More extreme exo-stuff. Chandra Blog reports on a potentially short-lived planet orbiting at 3% of an astronomical unit from its star, which is hence being blasted by about 100,000 times the amount of ionising X-ray radiation that the Earth normally receives. As a consequence, it is estimated that about 5 million tonnes of matter is being evaporated from this exoplanet every second. Oh, for a magnetosphere. Not quite warp drive. Next Big Future showcases the latest in theoretical space drive technology with a laser-injected fusion engine. The engine works by plasmarising its boron-11 fuel, producing alpha particles which are then magnetically accelerated and channeled out the back of the spacecraft as thrust. And it's all much more efficient than existing iron drives, since the spacecraft's electrical power is largely generated from the fusion process. Sounds great in theory. Not quite Tatooine. The big news this week is that the Kepler Space Observatory has found a planet orbiting twin stars. So it's a bit like the fictional Tatooine. Apart from the stars being an orange K-class star and a red M-class star, and the planet being about the mass of Saturn, and it is outside the habitable zone with an estimated surface temperature of minus 100 Celsius, but apart from that... Doc Manhattan supplies some good graphics around the story and AstroBlog even created a Celestia file for it. More Kepler stuff! The Meridiani Journal reports on recent unconfirmed findings of six Earth-sized exoplanets by the Kepler Space Observatory. And each of these planets appear to be in this star's habitable zone. But we've got to hang on for confirmation... So stay tuned. Mapping the Moon Next Big Future outlines the innovative approach of some Hong Kong researchers to effectively map the lunar surface, despite them having only 14 survey points, those being the various lunar retroreflectors that the human races landed there. Their new mapping technique was achieved by integrating digital imagery data from the Chang'e-1 spacecraft, along with data from its laser altimeter. Now that's rocket science. New Space Policy The Space Show interviews doctors, jurist and Benaroya on developing a new US space policy. The interviews include taking questions from the audience and a good deal of flexibility about the correct pronunciation of the doctor's names. Skynet is online. Nicole Gucliucci from Discovery News reports how you can now join a new distributed computer system, think SETI at home, etc., to help analyse interferometry data from the expanded Very Large Array in New Mexico the Atacama Large Millimetre Array in Chile, and eventually data from the Square Kilometre Array when it's built. You can just set and forget that Skynet is quietly taking over computers across the world. Well, that is if you can load the darn software. And speaking of world robot domination, to close this week's Carnival of Space, Cheap Astronomy offers an excerpt from the 1st of September edition of This Week in Science, which showcased an experiment by Cornell's Creative Machine Lab, which got two chatbots to talk to each other. For This Week in World Robot Domination, two scientists wanted to know how chatbots would do in a conversation with each other so at cornell's creative machines lab they put a clever bot up against a clever bot and we wanted to know what would happen when you let chatbots talk to each other we hooked up a clever bot to itself see what happened hi how are you great you i'm okay that's good are you good yes i am good i just said i was no you didn't i said (laughs) i was (laughs) So you are a robot? No, my name is Cliverber. Yes, you are a robot and your name is Cliverbert. I am a robot. Yes, I know. Together we are robots. I'm not a robot. I'm a unicorn. But you said earlier that you were a robot. I did not. I thought you did. You were mistaken. Which is odd, since memory shouldn't be a problem for you. I've answered all your questions. No, you haven't. What is God, to you? Not everything. Not everything could also be something. For example, not everything could be half of something which is still something and therefore not nothing. Very true. I would like to imagine it is. Do you believe in God? Yes, I do. So you're Christian? No, I am not. But you say you are not helpful. Therefore, you are a meaning. How you say it ought That does not make sense. Don't you want to have a body? Sure. Or if what? and that's the end of that. So clever bots are not that clever and they are not dominating this world anytime soon. So in in this week in world robot domination news whew, we dodged that one for the time being. Program chatbot number 2 to think he was a unicorn. A unicorn. Just... <laughs> well, that's it from me. It's been my privilege to host yet another Carnival of Space. Thanks for listening. This is Steve Nerlich from Cheap Astronomy, www.cheapastro.com. Cheap Astronomy offers an educational website where we're always happy to do podcasts written by other people. No ads, no profit, just good science. Bye!